Nicholas Bornholz of Capitalink, and I'm delighted to welcome you to uh, a session that is going to show us how the banking operation is supporting the complex transactional needs of shipping throughout the globe. Shipping is a global business. It is a complicated business and spans the globe. And uh, we have been talking about uh, safety, about crewing, about uh, innovation. But at the end of the day, let's not forget that all these operations can be carried out as long as there is also a bank supporting those very complex and widespread um, needs throughout the world. So we are uh, uh, privileged to have with us Mr. Philip Wunschmann. He is the global head of shipping of Bourbon Bank, and he's going to make a presentation how his bank is supporting global shipping. Philip, thank you very, very much for being with us. The floor is yours. Thank you, Nicholas, and thank you for organizing once again a, a very interesting event. Thank you. Yeah, um, dear all, um, if people think and discuss about shipping and banking, the discussion automatically moves into ship finance, uh, which is obviously at the heart of your all your business. All other banking uh, services uh, are then referred to as uh, cross-selling. Typically in the past, the banker at the end of a discussion about financing ask uh, you as, as a CFO or uh, the client um, for some cross-selling, yeah? meaning running accounts, doing efforts, ex business uh, deposits, everything, da daily business, daily operations. You might have noticed though, in the, in, in more recently, that today less and less banks ask that question. Let me explain or try to explain today why this is the case and uh, what has changed in this respect. Therefore, I would like to draw your attention uh, for a moment uh, to the topic of transaction banking, which has been and still is a core element, as Niklas just pointed out, of any dealing yeah, you might uh, like to execute. So it's at the heart of your business. Uh, from our experience, uh, it is also among the most underestimated parts of deals, often considered to be techniques, uh, operational, yeah? and sometimes even neglected uh, uh, for that reason. And uh, in, in uh, quite some dealings, it turns out to be a big mis mistake uh, in today's regulated world. And uh, therefore, I think uh, most people know if this works uh, and um, understand that this is uh, uh, pivotal for, for the success. Mm. Let me share um, the presentation with you, just a moment. So, um, just like to remind you, first of all, um, if I can move this, wait a moment. Just a moment. Um, Lenny, can you help me to move this? Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. Uh, let me just remind you um, of Berenberg. If you're not aware, um, Berenberg still is a privately owned bank uh, run by personal liable partners. Uh, it has roughly 1,600 employees, so uh, small compared to, to big financial institutions. 
uh, at uh, but present in in many locations, among others next to Germany and Hamburg and Frankfurt. Uh, it is uh, present in London and New York with sizable uh, business, and we are a private investment bank. Um, in uh, in shipping, um, as a Hamburg-based bank, obviously uh, we are, we are very long. Yeah, we are basically since 50 years, more or less, we work as shipping bankers as well. And we have always understood our business um, uh, far and foremost as being transaction bankers, uh, uh, servicing our clients, help them to, to do uh, the day-to-day -day business uh, through Berenberg. Obviously, we are also a ship financing and advisory a boutique for, for, uh, for, uh, for to sum it up, but today uh, and at the core of our business still, uh, we are a transaction bank. And let me let me go into this uh, a bit more detailed. Um, just to setting the scene, um, we have tried here to define the maritime scope and Niklas uh, just put it right when he said it's basically at the uh, in every dealing that uh, you find ourselves uh, supporting this and making this possible to an extent. Yeah? Whether you sell or purchase a vessel, whether you are an M &A, in an M&A transaction, uh, uh, you need a, account, an account structure, you need to make conditional payments. Um, if you order a new building, uh, you need accounts for making the installment payments and other yard payments. Yeah, P&I clubs uh, need to settle claims for you and make payments in this respect. Uh, in your operations, you need to pay your seafarers, uh, make your operations, and uh, uh, also not to forget uh, today uh, all these alternative lenders which have developed in, in, in recent years, they are not regulated banks. So they also use banks like, like Berenberg for uh, offering uh, um, the, uh, their products to you. So if they offer you financing, it goes through a bank and any payments uh, combined with this um, uh, activity is then also run through, through a bank. So you can see it is a major aspect of your business and very often it remains invisible, which is good because then it works. But uh, in, in many respects, it's also challenging and it needs your attention. Uh, if we as Berenberg look at this uh, uh, transaction banking, uh, it's basically um, based on two pillars. The, the most important pillar still is and will be from our perspective, uh, the professional service of dedicated and competent uh, people. So we have a team of 30 uh, people uh, who are in maritime, business day in, day out, and uh, maybe the same number of people in the background supporting that business uh, internally. Um, this um, human element, if I may call it for, for this, is supported today uh, and since quite some years already by what we call the corporate portal, um, which is a web-based uh, electronic banking system and has the, started to be uh, just an electronic banking system. Um, today, this is something which has developed into an end-to-end -end, uh, integrated system, which uh, basically starts to be used in the client onboarding process and can then be used by the client uh, to interact with the bank uh, throughout the whole life cycle of, of the relationship. 
This tool has been developed by ourselves and is today used by more than 300 maritime clients globally and uh, is established and we develop this further. Let me just uh, try to describe the process uh, um, chain of a transaction service because it's much more than, than just technically open an account. Um, I think we, if we look at this process, uh, the, the, there are three parts. The first part is the client onboarding. Um, and the client onboarding today um, is basically a risk decision for the bank. It is about legal and reputational risk. Uh, and we have to decide uh, whether we want to open a business relation with the client or not. Um, therefore, as, it, as for, um, you can compare it to ship finance maybe in the, in, 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 to a certain extent, as we also gather a lot of information and run our due diligence uh, on, on these uh, um, uh, information we receive from you. Uh, these, uh, these due diligence processes are supported by systems uh, such as Vessel Tracker or AIS world compliance and, and other tools which help us to make these researches and due diligences. In the end, the, the outcome of that process is a holistic risk assessment regarding all involved stakeholders, transaction structures and source of funds. Um, this has to be documented and uh, is basis for a risk decision uh, whether we open the account or not. And uh, is in the end, if you compare it to, to a ship financing process, it's uh, quite the same and not too different. Then you have the, the second part, which is the execution and closing of a transaction. This is often the, the moment when the account is uh, open, obviously, then to make a transaction happen. And this is often under pressure. It is uh, very much um, the accuracy of final checks. Yeah, it, it really goes into the detail of checking things, checking numbers, checking payments, uh, and, and so on and so forth. So this is a high pressure often, um, and it helps very much to have a correspondent bank network, uh, which is then, uh, let's say, pre-warned of a transaction so that the transaction itself, when the closing takes place, uh, runs smoothly, which is in the interest of all parties involved. Uh, from our experience, individual responsibility here is, is uh, a need, yeah? it's, it's a must, um, and um, uh, only by enacting and enabling these transactions, we are then coming to the third phase, which is basically the uh, ongoing uh, banking relation with the account, uh, which is today very much supported by working tools, such as Corporate Portal, the, uh, as, as the, the, the interface to the client. So if everything runs smoothly, the client will not talk to the bank too much. It, he will sim simply make its uh, payments through the portal electronically. And uh, from, from time to time, we have to check uh, uh, certain things. Uh, you know, KYC updates uh, uh, from time to time, uh, but it's, it's much more than that today. It's also anti-fraud protection. Uh, fraud is a, is a major, issue today in, in banks, uh, the cybercrime uh, is there and shipping as an international business is, is exposed to this especially. Obviously, uh, all the uh, topics around sanctions play a, a role in our daily business and 
our teams help to, to protect your business in this respect. Um, if you look at the common features of maritime transactions, um, we have asked ourselves what makes it so different compared to, to, to the account opening for a private individual or a, let's say a domestic corporate in Germany. Um, that's probably uh, that uh, we have very often this cross-border element, uh, a multi multiple layer involvement. So you have various parties involved who sit on different parts of the world uh, and need to, to let's say, uh, align their interests in order to make a transaction happen. And we are in the middle of that uh, and very often uh, have the impression to be a mediator between the interests. Um, obviously, uh, very often shipping transactions are moving targets. So you have elements of ongoing negotiations. Uh, timing is, is shifting. Uh, just to remember the last 18 months with, with the crude challenges, um, postponing transactions and so on and so forth. Um, obviously, confidentiality um, uh, is, is, is a very important um, um, feature of our business. Yeah, let's, uh, in the end, uh, you, you also have the time zone management, uh, as very often you have uh, a party sitting in Asia, the other in the US, and you, you sitting in the middle in Europe, it's uh, helpful or not helpful for making this a timely uh, exercise. Um, what does it require on the banking side? Um, I think, as I mentioned, the maritime competence of our employees is, is really uh, um, core for us and we invest in this maritime competence by employing people who have, uh, let's say, industry smell, if I may say so, and who are used to work uh, in, in shipping companies. Yeah, next to the banking know-how, the shipping know-how is, is very important and helpful. Secondly, it's also understanding your client, know your client, yeah, KYC, but it's also understand your client's transaction uh, because we, do, we also have to understand where funds come from for what is the purpose of, of a transaction and so on. So the question, the due diligence, not only goes on you as a client, but also on your transactions more and more. Um, for that, we have a very dedicated compliance team and uh, also our payment team is sitting next to us basically so that these colleagues you, who you normally don't see uh, work, work very integrated uh, with, with ourselves here on the relationship side. They help to protect you in the end also from, from the pitfalls of, of making international payments today. Uh, and uh, just just uh, keyword sanctions uh, is, is an important issue to protect you from making payments which are then stopped uh, somewhere on the way. Yeah, uh, Obviously, the other points I already uh, um, mentioned, but one point maybe here uh, again to underline is this ability to to for a swift decision making uh, under time constraints. Yeah, as as your uh, transactions are moving, uh, and and uh, sometimes you they require our fast decision making to change something or um, uh, to to let's say make things happen in the last minute. Yeah, and this needs people who can. Uh, lean on, on their management, on someone who can take the decision. This is something which we regard as highly important. The case study, uh, briefly, um, we 
uh, have seen uh, in, in Q1, we have seen a Middle East-based seller entering into a merger agreement uh, to be acquired by an investor bidding through an investment company uh, uh, registers in the Marshall Islands. Typical situation. The seller shipping company um, in the chemicals with the fleet, the buyer a shipping company with a long-standing experience uh, itself and backed by a large US alternative investment fund. Um, our role here uh, was we were asked at an early stage, this was professionally done, so we were asked at an early stage to set up the whole account structure for the buyer, including holding and operation, uh, operating accounts. We were asked then to execute or to support the closing payments and to enabling the buyer to start making operational payments post-closing. Yeah? And there you have all the challenges involved. Yeah? Given time frame with all the pressures involved, you have target companies uh, which are domiciled in high-risk countries or offshore jurisdictions which leading to additional regulatory assessments uh, which we have to make. The ultimate beneficial owner check for a PE fund is something which is, you don't do just like this. It's a complex um, um, exercise. And last but not least, the sanity check um, for the fleet to make sure that the fleet, the target fleet here in the share deal uh, is also um, clean from, from sanctions and other things. Um, uh, to, to sum it up, uh, a few, let's say, observations which we have made and which are maybe trends, if I may say so. First of all, it is, an, uh, it, it is about digitalization as well here. And uh, we talk about the, pro, the structured processing, gathering processing and documentation of, of information. Um, and there are a lot of things happening in the background in banks to make this more efficient and, uh, and digital. Secondly, it's about live tracking of international payments. Yeah, you can follow your payment, which is important. Um, third, what we see is, is a gray or black listing of high-risk countries. This is an, a, a big issue for shipping. Uh, just remember that Panama has been put on a, on a, a, a list of high-risk countries by the EU recently, which makes uh, it more challenging for banks to transact on, on, on countries like that. Handling of sanctuary regimes, I also uh, already mentioned here. Some, um, some let's say, last um, assumptions I, I might make, or call it hypothesis. Um, I think our complex individualized international banking transactions in today's environment are prohibitive for fintech disruption. It will require, it will still require an individualized human competence also going forward. Mm. This digitalization happened in the background, uh, integrating all the, the systems, so the client uh, interface with the back systems and make the data transfer safer and more efficient so that you save time. Third, um, senior transaction bankers have become transaction risk analysts. So we have to take a reputational um, and legal risk decision in order to manage the bank's liability position. And in the future, maybe just, just to provoke a bit here, um, maybe the banker will also be asked to become the regulatory police for ESG compliance. This already starts to to, to kick in and will for sure be a topic where we ask more questions in the, in the future. And uh, last but not least, um, 
let me let me uh, express a little concern, but also uh, a hope uh, that the industry understands that this transaction banking is something which is uh, very important uh, at every corner of your business, and you uh, you are exposed to to the risk of uh, potentially being excluded from this banking services um, uh, as the industry is so international and acts uh, between difficult jurisdictions in difficult areas with a lot of uh, complexity. This is something where, um, let's say, many banks shy away. And so the industry needs to, to look at this and invest time into developing this with, with banks. And yeah, Berenberg is happy to be there. Uh, uh, Nicolas, sorry, uh, I, I hope it was not too long. It was a bit uh, fast, but uh, I hope I, I could draw some of your attention. Thank you very much. Philip, no worries at all. And thank you for making a, a truly uh, a very interesting presentation because I think when we think of shipping, we think of all the complexities with the logistics. When we uh, think about banking, we think about lending. And you gave us exactly a very different perspective how you support, uh, I mean, business. Shipping is a business. So you need to address and accommodate all these transactional needs and thank you for sharing all this wealth of information with us. So thank you very much. And thank uh, you, Nicholas. Have a great rest of the day. Yeah, you too. And uh, and also uh, a, um, a good conference for, for the rest of the day. Thank you very much. Thank you for being um, a great supporter and participant. We appreciate your uh, support. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.